Welcome to Recently Logged, where we're almost talking about a David Fincher movie. <laughs> for context, <laughs> for, con- for anybody listening Micah, to this. Micah, it's just clickbait. That's all um, it is. It's <laughs> for context, the Mission Impossible 3 was apparently, according to IMDb, almost directed by David well, he Fincher. Well, or- he was originally He was attached slated. to the movie for like a while, I guess. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I and then they, they, I then he dropped out of it, and uh, they they got uh, Mister A- Abe's man, Mister Mystery himself, <laughs> Mister Mystery himself, <laughs> A- Abram's man. But yes, uh, this week we're talking about <laughs> we're talking about uh, Mister Abe's man. <laughs> Abe, no, Abram's man. Abe's or Abram's. Abram's. Yes. Um. <laughs> yes. Mission Impossible Three, his directorial debut. Exactly. His feature length director. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. I mean, well, of course. That's. Uh, I think that's implied. Like. <laughs> Like, if I ever direct a feature-length movie, it's going to be... Like, I I've, I'm probably will have directed a couple of shorts by then. Yeah, I've directed a couple. Wow. <laughs> um, when do I get my feature-length movie? Well, you just got to you gotta pitch your million-dollar idea. Yeah, where's Param- why is it Paramount <laughs> approaching me? <laughs> uh, we don't know. Um... Oh yeah, what I was gonna say is, uh, if you if you missed this, uh, this is a continuation of a series. Uh, I mean, it did, doesn't have did, to be. I mean, no, you can listen to these individually. But I'm saying, like, we we did do Mission Impossible and Mission Impossible Two. Indeed, we did. Which you can listen to, can and we're gonna do Ghost Protocol, Rogue Nation, and Fallout after this. Wow, is that how a series works? But, but not like immediately. So don't don't worry. We'll don't, do some spooky movies. Wasn't even worried about it. Oh yeah, yeah. Happy spooky season, guys. Spooky season we're, time. We're gonna be doing more Halloween movies this year. Yeah. Fun times. Uh, but for those who have never listened to the podcast before, I'm Robbie. Uh, <laughs> that is my. <laughs> Um, and, uh, yeah, we, we do a movie we podcast. We do a movie podcast. <laughs> I also do a movie YouTube channel and occasionally Twitch stream. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. I, I aspire to have a YouTube channel, but I only have one video. <laughs> yeah, so, so, if we look back at the past life here, Robbie had a, Robbie had a different channel and was uploading I did. a ton. I had and then some, I, I was I, very successful. I was inspiring to have a YouTube channel. I, I was very successful, one. actually. And then I actually did start a YouTube channel. And this is this is an archived YouTube channel, and I actually have more subscribers now on that YouTube channel than I have on my channel that I'm actually uploading <laughs> stuff on. Wow, I have like seventy nine subscribers on the one channel. Well, there you go. Which is unfortunate, and I have like over like four thousand views on some of my videos, and I'm like, why this is trash? Well, I have I have uh, eighteen <laughs> subscribers. Right now. right now, I only have thirty-one subscribers oh, wow. on my normal. Well, channel. there you go. Um, but anyway, <laughs> you want to keep listing off more internet analytics, Mike? Yeah. Or do you want to uh, do you want to list stream, the basic I have facts? An estimated no. audience no. of twelve people. No. <laughs> uh, okay. Right. Do we want to get right into it and list the basic facts? I think of the movie? I think we do, Micah. All right. So, Mission Impossible. Oh wait, wait, wait sorry, Mission. <laughs> Impossible. Mission, colon, impossible. I, I, I. I, I, I. <laughs> is a 2006 movie. It's a pirate film, Micah. I, I. <laughs> it's rated PG-13. It's 100, wow, 126 minutes, if I can speak. Uh, starring, of course, uh, Tom Cruise. Uh, we got Philip Seymour Hoffman. Heck yes, we do. Uh, Ving <laughs> Ra- 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 Rames. I question how to pronounce his name every time. Yeah. And he's in every movie, so. Uh, Billy Crudup? Sure. Right, uh, sure, why not? Uh, we got Simon Pegg, Lawrence Fishburne. Heck yeah, we do. So yeah. It's directed by J.J. Abrams. It was written by... Alex Kreutzman, Kreutzman, Robert Orsi, J.J. Abrams, Heck yeah. and based on a television series by Bruce Geller. Yes, that that is correct. That is accurate, Mike. <laughs> uh, it won no no Oscars. It was nominated for no Oscars. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, I sure am glad we knew that. And yeah, those are those are the basic facts. Alrighty, um, we we will move on. 
to basic thoughts. Basic thoughts. What are the basic thoughts? What it, well, you know, who's to say what a basic thought is, really? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, no. Um, this was, I think, my first run with J.J. Abrams, question mark? Like, the first time I watched this? This was a rewatch, by the way. I don't know. I think you might have seen, as sad as this is going to sound, The Force Awakens before you watched Mission Impossible 3. That doesn't count. (laughs) I met met J.J. Abrams that I liked. (laughs) So just the... Just the... (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Wow. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I I really loved this on the first viewing, actually. This was, like, favorite movie contention the first time I watched this. Um, it, it was my first, I do know for sure that it was my first Philip Seymour Hoffman movie. I it think. was, and Philip Seymour Hoffman is always a win. He really is. Um, uh, what to say about this movie? Uh, it's got like the most like adrenaline inducing. I think, I think it's the most adrenaline inducing of the entire series. <laughs> Just mm. from go, I think. Would, I, would you would you not I tend would, to agree? I would, I would not tend to agree. Okay, well... I don't think I got any adrenaline from watching this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I got any adrenaline. Well, the the filmmaking, at the very least, feels like it's uh, got some adrenaline, Micah. Like, with the amount of close-ups and shaky cams and... I don't know. It's it's. I don't usually like at, like claustrophobic fast movies like this. But I think it works really well here. Yeah, well, they do it for for a purpose. Exactly. Really, yeah, this yeah. is like this is the first because like you get some of it in Mission Impossible, and we talked about it in some of the earlier ones. But this is the oh, sorry, uh, <laughs> this is the first one that you really really get like desperate hunt. Yeah, this is the first time where he's like grasping at straws, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, you got like, cause like the first one, sure, he's desperate. He's running around. He's like, ah, uh, uh, shoot you in your face. Uh. <laughs> yeah, but this one, he's like actually like bouncing off the walls. He doesn't know what to do. He can't save her. Okay, but the blocking. Okay, uh, to to continue my thoughts, this, uh, the the um, the blocking in this was actually like really good. I I didn't notice it the first time. Did Did you notice it, Mike? Uh, no, because we were watching it on 4.3. Oh, yeah, we were watching it on a tiny computer <laughs> stupid, on 4.3. Okay. So we couldn't, we couldn't I'm find sorry, it anywhere JJ, digitally. I'm sorry. And then our copy of it that we have, it was from like this three Mission Impossible set, uh, like back from before any of the rest of them had come out. In the before times. <laughs> and they're all 4.3. They all, it sucks so bad. <laughs> so we're watching this on this tiny little computer, 4.3. So four, the, three. the close-ups are even more like... <laughs> cropped down right um but yeah no the uh to to mention blocking was very good um what else there was i mean it's the editing was good the performances were great i don't know i don't have too much problems with this i think probably the biggest one might be just some of the pacing around the third act maybe around the second act too it's not always the most consistently engaging. Yeah. Um, but when it is, it's very engaging. Yeah, I don't know. I think for if that's if that's all your basic uh, thoughts. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's that's pretty much sums up. I think I think for me, uh, this is like the first one of the Mission Impossible series where I'm like, wow, I really like these movies. Yeah. <laughs> because like I have I have I like don't know very, why you don't like one. No, I do like one, but it's it's like. There's something about one that I'm just like, yeah, it's Mission Impossible 1. <laughs> like, I mean, it is significantly older than most of the franchise. Yeah, but it's, but it's not just the fact that it's old. It's just like, I don't know, it feels very disconnected from the rest of them. Um, but it's, I think this is really well done. Um, it's not perfect. Uh, I think there are a lot of... I think I have a lot of personal issues with some of the ways J.J. Abrams directed this. Yeah, it's just I'm not a fan of it. This, this as much falls as... into <clears throat> you can see a lot of like the uh, problems with something like his later, like his later work. Yeah, um, popping up in a more raw form in this. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I think it's better than a lot of but his later it, stuff. But I think the only result of that is is like I get bored in a couple sections, yeah. which shouldn't be with this movie especially. But like, I don't know. I, <laughs> the, I, first, <laughs> the Force Awakens. 
Uh, I I get bored for a lot of it and I'm like that's sad Uh, because yeah Yeah. like the like the cinematography is 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 interesting I wouldn't say it's great I I don't know about it's it's fine yeah the acting is really good um the story I really like the the villain is like one of the Mm. best of the franchise I I will say it I think he might be the best of the franchise Uh, I don't know I I really I really love him I can't but we'll have to we'll have to see if it beat Fallout man (laughs) I can't beat Fallout I see I originally, in my original ranking, before I rewatched this, guys, I had Fallout below this. Which was depressing which to me. Which I have I've since moved. Yeah. Because Fallout <laughs> is uh, pretty pretty darn close to perfect. Yeah. I'll say. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's about all my thoughts on it. Like, it, it, it's odd because there's so much, like, good about it. And yeah. there's so, like odd little yeah, things there's so, that aren't good. It's such strange things that are like... So, like, I uh, gave this... I gave it four stars, but, like, I don't... Like, I don't... I couldn't give you a bunch of reasons <laughs> why. Like, it's just, like, watching the movie, I was like, wow. I was very forced to... <laughs> it was originally three and a half, but he saw Benji and gave it four. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I don't is know. I feel, like, I feel like this is one of the weirdest story structure wise of any of them it is a really odd one now that i think about it like in comparison to well two (laughs) two might be the weirdest one (laughs) uh plot wise but i think i think this one is really oddly like structured yeah i don't know and even if they were like just gonna make it a trilogy and cut it off at this one imagine how weird of a trilogy this would be <laughs> this would be one of the weirdest trilogies like ever made like one two and three almost don't go together at all you get De Palma's like 90s action like, like 90s spy movie and then you get John Woo's like whatever the heck that thing crazy was. explosion flying motorcycle movie and then <laughs> and then you get this J.J. Abrams like adrenaline colored saturated nightmare dream kind of thing <laughs> yeah I don't know it would be so odd because they don't go together well no they really don't I think it the series only really feels totally consistent after this yeah, movie. Yeah, like like like, and not even and not even that Ghost Protocol feels totally consistent with any of these. It's that Ghost Protocol, Rogue Nation, and Fallout <laughs> yeah. feel totally consistent with each other. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Um, but yeah, uh, do we do we want to move on into uh, questions? Yeah, Mike? Let's, 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 I don't know why we still do questions because <laughs> questions are a good jumping off point to get into discussion. I was that's, about to say we why. we should really just rename this section discussion and just say question. Well, <laughs> or would we, we ask would we questions. be changing would we would be changing the formula? We'd too be much, changing Michael. the formula okay. too much. We have to ask the people for the question. <laughs> oh shoot! I forgot to I forgot to post on the page this time. We got onto them last episode, like you guys didn't even answer, uh, and then now we didn't. No, even post. We, didn't, we didn't even post. Wow, we became the very thing we swore to destroy. Hunt must protect his girlfriend while working with his new team to complete the mission. <laughs> his girlfriend. <laughs> they literally get married. <laughs> He's like, that makes it sound so underwhelming. I was about to say, he like bumped into this girl at like Chili's or something, and he's like, bro, want to go out, want to go out, and then boom. <laughs> that point doesn't even matter. Wow. All right. Um, Chili's. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I said Chili's. Do people bump into people at Chili's? No. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Chili's. All right. All right. Ask away. Bro, imagine if I meet, like, someone at Chili. Wait, is this the question? <laughs> no. <laughs> will, will you give us your blessing if I meet someone at Chili? No. <laughs> I will not. Okay. Um, all right. Questions. Uh, what did you think of what? how... <laughs> is your favorite? <laughs> is that Bradley Cooper? No. It's, no. Uh, what did you think of the color grading, like the the uh, super vibrant kind of kind of thing that J.J. Abrams does in his action movies? Anyway, <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> the colored lights, Micah, used it's... used to much better effect than in two. I right? will say, <laughs> as rad as they look in two. Uh, it's... <laughs> I don't know. It's it's a very very odd I was the just way curious. this the way this film looks. 
Um, I don't think it's bad, but I don't think it's like especially something that I'm like, ah, yes, my favorite part ah, of yes, the film. My favorite part. <laughs> so I don't know. It's fine, I guess. Yeah, it's fine. I don't really have much opinion on the colored lights. <laughs> well, that's your loss, I guess. <laughs> what about you, Ruppy? Um, I don't know. I th- that's one of the things. Like um, back when I first watched this, which was like a couple years ago, I guess. Um, was it a couple years? ago? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, well, back then I was super into like uh, very vibrant movies, and that was one of the things. You watched that, like... La La Land for the first time. <laughs> it was all done. <laughs> no, I hadn't even seen La La Land the first time I watched this. That came later. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I I just I really liked the overall aesthetic of this movie, like the way it was shot, the way the the lighting. I don't know. I I still really like it. I still think it works very well for the like it matches the tone very well of this movie. I think it does a good job of setting the mood. What mood is that? Uh, JJ Abrams. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. Okay. Well, uh, I, have I got a question for you? Huge. Uh, I I guess favorite scene or sequence. Favorite scene or sequence. Favorite, favorite scene or sequence. sequence. <laughs> favorite scene or sequence. Scene or scene or scene or scene or sequence. <laughs> wow. Um, favorite scene or sequence? <laughs> that is what we just said. <laughs> um, gosh, I I might I, the first one that comes to mind is the um, the Hoffman heist. I think the Hoffman heist <laughs> when they steal Ooh. Philip Seymour Hoffman. <laughs> <laughs> they steal Philip Seymour. <laughs> no, I just spill uh, red wine on my custom-made white shirt all the time. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think that that might be what I would go with. So we're watching this, Humpty and he, Dumpty sa- he, sa- he says that line. He says the oh yeah, the, <laughs> the red wine on my the red wine on my custom white shirt line, and he says it so plainly. He just and says dryly. It. He, he just, just like says like, it. He just sounds like Philip Seymour. <laughs> and Robbie's like, man, I bet like, Philip Seymour Hoffman didn't even know he was in a movie. <laughs> Someone just, just spilled the wine on it. They just started filming, and and we got what we get. Exactly. Dang, his performance is so good. Right. <laughs> It's so good. I wish I wish he was still alive to act in movies. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going Hoffman heist on this. Sadness from Philip. Seymour I know Hoffman. it really is sad. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, your what is yours? You were hoping you'd have more time to prepare. No, that was that was one of my favorite scenes or sequences. <laughs> was this, was the was the Philip Seymour Hoffman heist. Because like there are a lot of scenes, and 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 it, and that's apparent with like I think with the writing and why I don't like it as much as I could. There's a lot of scenes that I'm just like, wow, that was like fine, pointless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like why is this here? Why why would I like that scene? Kind of thing. Um. Hmm. The Julia stuff at the end is good. Oh yeah. <laughs> Julia. And also, like, the whole dinner thing is a lot of fun. Dinner, dinner, dinner. You know, where, where, like, towards the beginning when they're first introduced. Oh. <laughs> that is a fun scene. <laughs> you break for half a second and you can literally track the ripple for miles. <laughs> literally track the ripple for miles. Because uh, traffic is a living organism. Traffic is a living organism. <laughs> Just ask Ethan. That... <laughs> That scene, uh, that scene does so, dang, it does it so much better than Am I Too. It endears you to the person Tom Cruise is supposed to care about in right? the movie. Like in Am I Too, I care absolutely zero percent about what's her face. <laughs> Why? I'm like, who cares if she dies? Who cares? But Julia, we're we're right Julia, there. We're right there with if him. Julia dies. I'm gonna. <laughs> we're gonna, I'm we're gonna, gonna throw something. I'm gonna go <laughs> throw something personally at Christopher McQuarrie. <laughs> wow. But yeah, no. Uh, so, so you're saying the party scene is your favorite? Oh, no. Is it my favorite? Uh, it's a it's a fun scene. I'm yeah, not, okay, it, I, I don't know. I, it's okay, like I don't, it's, think, I don't think I could choose a it's favorite. It's insignificant enough I that if a, a, a top three, I have okay, a top, three. top three, top three, the Philip Seymour Hoffman heist. <laughs> okay. The Julia party scene. Okay. And the Julia uh, <laughs> Tom Cruise dies scene. Tom Cruise dies. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> he dies. <laughs> 
that would be my top three. Okay. Yeah, that that seems really good. Um, it goes on a bit longer than it should. Because yeah, I'm just I'm, it's just unfortunate because like I, like I, I and I didn't think about that earlier when I was saying I couldn't like put my finger on what exactly was wrong with it and i think that it really is just like that most of the scenes like if you think about them you're just kind of like well that was a scene it was a scene i (laughs) (laughs) there are there aren't a lot of scenes that are like wow wow that was a movie right there one crazy scene after another (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> look at this crazy co <laughs> look at spongebob's crazy co <laughs> so yeah i don't know it was just like <laughs> wow it was just like i don't know i feel like it's kind of underwhelming to actually watch the movie <laughs> yeah i don't know i i could see that like, like better scene, better scene in scene. theory but in scene to scene it's just like it's very underwhelming comparatively yeah but I don't think that's, like, too much to its detriment. No, I don't think that is it's not either. like, <laughs> like, two of ten. Like I said, I still gave this four stars. Dang it, two of ten would be, only, would be only one star. It'd be a sad time. Would be a sad time. Okay, uh, third question, Micah. Third question. Are you going to buy the J.J. Abrams pop? <laughs> the official director. J.J. Abrams Answer to this question. <laughs> no. I uh, don't. No. Wow. <laughs> Well, you haven't watched the two Star Trek movies he's done. That's true, and I haven't watched Super 8 yet, which I really want to. It's sitting right over there on my shelf right now. Wow, you own a J.J. Abrams movie, Remy. <laughs> I, I'm ashamed. <laughs> I'm ashamed. <laughs> For shame. Uh, I don't um, think you own any of the, any others, because I don't think you own a copy of Mission Impossible 3. No, I don't own any other J.J. Abrams And you don't own movies. any of the Star Wars I mean, I own Cloverfield. Star Wars. I own Cloverfield, but yeah, he but only the, produced the, He's only directed five movies. <laughs> Two Star Wars, two Star Trek, uh, Mission Impossible, and Super 8. Um, okay, real question. Real question. Real question. Um, is this your favorite J.J. Abrams movie? You, I mean, you have Force Awakens and Rise of Skywalker are your only other currently, choices. Currently, yes. I, I, wanna, I really want to watch Super 8 and the Star Trek movies. Dang, I really miss, like, the, the liveliness of this era jj abrams right because like we watched the force awakens not that long ago um, and like rise of skywalker and force awakens still have the sort of kinetic cinematography he uses but, but it's just it's not the same bro you feel like you're, you're, you feel like you're kind of going in slow motion <laughs> but not like a good slow not motion. a good not cool slow i was motion. about to say something but that would get me in trouble with a lot of film people Oof. i was about to say like uh is slow motion all like exactly no i was gonna say like zach snyder slow motion ah! but <laughs> <laughs> i know a lot of people who really like zach snyder slow motion and i can't stand it and like if you ever watch um Sucker Punch? Sucker Punch, like ninety percent of it is I Zack still, Snyder's I still slow Sucker motion Punch, with bro. bad CGI and big <laughs> fights that don't matter. Wow. I hate Sucker Punch. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should do Sucker Punch on we the We should on do the Sucker Punch. It would it would be quite a bit to talk about. Okay. Oscar Isaac is in Sucker Punch. Ooh. Heck yeah. Um yeah, I don't know. Well, I had a thought, and then now you made me lose no, I it. No, like I think Mission Impossible 3 is currently definitely my favorite J.J. Uh, Abrams movie. Well, there you go. I mean, I that very easy to see. It's a it's a good one. Um, do you do you have a question, Micah? That was you, I'm grasping answer, at straws. You didn't answer your question. What was my question? <laughs> oh, favorite. Oh, Micah, of course it's my J.J. <laughs> Abrams movie. Okay. <laughs> it was implied. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Okay, what do you think of all of the... This is actually something I was thinking about quite a bit. What do you think of all of the stuff that actually takes place at IMF and all of the stuff with, like, Lawrence Fishburne's character and that one weird guy who turns out to be a villain? Lawrence Fishburne. I forgot about him. (laughs) Oh, apparently Paramount has put out 2,167 films. Oh, my gosh. You've seen 2%. And I've seen 2%. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) But I've seen so many Paramount films. Um, what do I think of the IMF stuff in this movie? I yeah. think it's a heck of a lot better than two. <laughs> um, well, besides two, what do you like on its own in movie? What do you think it I does mean, for the movie and everything? It's fine. It's pretty like standard in most respects, especially for the franchise. No, no I can't get hiccups mid podcast. <laughs> No. Drink the coffee, Rebby. Drink, drink the coffee. Drink the coffee. <laughs> yeah, guys, I apologize if I'm sounding like I'm dying or something. It's only because he is. 
It's only because I, I only signed on to do uh, the Mission Impossible <laughs> episodes, <laughs> and after that, I'm going to die. So, uh, wow. I'm just barely holding on. Wow. Um, but yeah, I think it's pretty standard, especially for the rest of the franchise. Um, yes, but what does it do for the movie? I, yeah, I was getting there, Mike. I think the bad guy in IMF is very underwhelming in this very one. Very underwhelming. Like, like, yeah, he's there, but it, you don't really, like, oh, no, how could this have happened? Right, like, like you have the mole in, like, the first one, the right? Mo- which, you're like, what? And it's, and it's like, it's, it's a big thing. They it's take the big, their time. It is, yeah. it is, he is, like, the villain. It's the big thing of the of the movie. It's still pretty dope, though. Um, I don't know why I don't like that movie. And then in two, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> who was the mole again? Was, was there a mole in two? There was yeah, a- yeah, yeah, yeah. They wanted they thought Ethan was the mole or something. I don't know. Uh, I don't even remember. And we just watched <laughs> this thought, like a week ago. Or I, I don't know. Um, uh, and then in this one, it's like there is the mole, but like because Philip Seymour Hoffman is the main bad guy and he steal like he steals the show, like just even over everybody. Uh, like nobody cares. <laughs> and then like at that point, the movie doesn't care. I don't know. And it's- it's weird. I don't know why they felt they had to. Like, I mean, I guess the plot requires that there has to yeah, be the someone plot, at IMF. The plot that they had needed somebody at IMF, but there's really no reason for any of that. Like, like I wish the they whole... would have. I wish they would have made him more personally close to Ethan or something. Yeah, like give try, us give us some reason to, to care. Because, like, yeah, he, like the whole like party thing at the beginning. Yeah, uh, but like. I feel like a, a lot of that either is underdeveloped or, or unnecessary because, like, you have, like, the main plot with Philip Seymour Hoffman going on, and then you have the camera thing, like, the little dot thing. The micro dot. The, the micro dot that's a video. It's not a camera. And, like, that message, <laughs> that message, like, leads to the what feels like it's going to be a major part of the plot. I know. And then it's just, like, it, technically speaking, it is. It's important for the plot. Yeah, it has to be there. But it but... doesn't feel yeah it doesn't feel very important because it immediately gets like undercut with a really like too long action sequence right like like, like he pops out he's like it's me ethan it's me and nobody cares because julia like we think julia yeah exactly we just think julia died and then he's like it's me ethan we're like who cares who cares and then like he rips off the mask and you're like what Bro, I was I I swear the first time I watched this I was ready to throw it. <laughs> <laughs> and then they pulled off the mask, Rebby. It was it was the ultimate reveal, Mike. Rebby, they they showed it in the beginning and it's Mission Impossible. You know it's not you know it's not real. I didn't I didn't know that it was not real, Micah. It's a movie. We have to take everything at face value. Everything uh, 100% face value. That's why Prestige is my favorite film. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I love the Prestige. I was trying to think of a better one. Is there a better? Is it, there, there would be a much funnier joke with a different movie, I think. That's, that's why Rick and Morty is my favorite show. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like all of the IMF stuff, though, with the way the movie is written, I don't think overall it's, like, bad or anything. Oh, that's why like... There Will Be Blood is my favorite movie. <laughs> but, like, with the way it's written, I yeah, feel like yeah. it's very underwhelming. And it's, like, a, what I think a lot of the movie is, and especially in, like, the action scenes themselves. I feel like... Well, this isn't bad action. No, it's, it's not. It's just not some of the most underwhelming of the yeah, series. Yeah, the ending, the ending scene is really the best action scene in the entire movie. And like, um, even even like the stunts that they do, I even mentioned it. Like, yeah, they do a couple big stunts, but I even mentioned like that, like, wow, this feels like the least like oh stunt yeah, no, film this is the, this is the most underwhelming like stunt. Like, if you're just judging them off of their stunts in movie, this is one of the most underwhelming right, like of I, the entire I thing. I feel like the only big stunt they did he, was swinging yeah, to the building and then the jumping building. off the building. Which was very cool. I'm not yeah, but even that was kind of underwhelming because, like, after that heist, it gets, again, immediately <laughs> undercut by Julia getting murdered or something. Wow. Um, dude, what about when he shoots the two guys while he's falling? <laughs> <laughs> like i said that's some crazy quick time event in a video game just that, waiting to happen that was so sick i'm not gonna lie i was i was like bro that was so like sick. imagine that is a quick time event where you have to turn the body but like you have like five seconds to turn and shoot that'd be pretty that'd be pretty cool be i'm hard. not gonna lie i'm not gonna hard. lie 
I'm not going to sugarcoat it. That would be cool. It would be awesome. Somebody somebody sign me up as a game director, please. Get J.J. Abrams to produce a video game. I just want to be a game director. Wow. Uh, Do we need to... Or wait, we already have done a video game on the podcast. We have. I forgot about that. Go listen to our Spider-Man PS4 episode. It's very breaking tradition. Yeah. <laughs> Man, wow. there's not much to talk about for this one. Yeah, I don't know. It has it. It's like very solid, and yeah, it's it, like it's like solid except for the fact that it just feels kind of underwhelming with yeah. some things. Like that's really it. That's that's really its biggest problem. Is sometimes it can be like, oh well, like, that like wasn't it, as good as it could. Yeah, have been. I feel like uh, most of the stuff in the movie was just missing the mark of being really good. Yeah, but it's not bad it's at not all. Bad. It's really like exactly. it's good, but like it's not like amazing. I I I made I made this comment to uh to maybe close our closing thoughts or I don't know but I made this comment that like we really like um me and Micah have really been spoiled like this was the first big action franchise we ever were allowed to watch right? and from what I've seen um, of action franchises this is and by I far said, the best I said we were really spoiled with watching Mission Impossible first because this is the one where it like starts to get really good. Yeah, and like we've watched now the Jason Bourne. Yeah, franchise, we've watched all which of was, the Bourne franchise, which was very we've, we've, underwhelming. We've watched at this point most of the Craig Bond. Yeah, franchise. most of the Craig Bond one. Uh, and that was again eh. kind of. Eh. I don't know. I I just haven't found a modern action franchise that goes as hard as Mission Impossible does. Yeah, I want to watch like at least the first Jack Reacher. I don't think it's going to be that great, but I want to watch it. <laughs> yeah, we. I think we have it on DVD. I think I think somewhere. the only action franchise that I know of that people think rivals this like a, like a lot is John Wick. You want Kingsman, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like John Wick apparently like is the modern action yeah. franchise. So I don't know. You know, for some reason, I always think Guy Ritchie has done the Kingsman movie. Oh my gosh! <laughs> no, he just why. he just ripped off their aesthetic when he did the Gentleman. Oh, I don't know. Like every time I think of uh, Kingsman, I'm like Guy Ritchie, and then I'm like, no, <laughs> no, wait. <laughs> yeah, see, like back when the Gentleman was announced and they released the art and stuff, everybody was like, so so Kingsman, Kingsman. <laughs> so Kingsman. Um. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I really don't have much else to say about it, which wanna, is, is kind of sad because like that's not very much. Yeah, I was uh, about to say you want to want to close this out then. Um, say say some say some final words in its in its in its honor, Mike. Um, <laughs> I feel like this movie is almost kind of sad because you have so many good elements, like some of my favorite elements from the series. You have like the first movie where I really like Ethan Hunt a lot. Yeah, this is the first one where I think anyone liked Ethan Hunt um, <laughs> You've got Philip Seymour Hoffman, which I think is one of the best, like probably second best villain in the franchise. You got you get Julia. Yeah, you like... have the introduction of Julia. You even have Simon Pegg, which Simon Heck Pegg yeah. is pretty fun. Heck yeah. <laughs> and yet like the movie itself, with even though it has all of these things that I like in it, still feels pretty like not like underwhelming but just kind of like meh in some ways so like it's good it's really good it's like four stars good but it's also leaning more towards three and a half than it is four and a half if that makes sense. Very solid directorial debut. Well, no, it's very solid. I, I would, I if I directed something like a feature length, I would only wish to direct something <laughs> this good. Well, there you go. There you go. That's all you need to know, I guess. What about you, Remy? Um, closing thoughts. Closing thoughts. Like I said, uh, second favorite Mission Impossible movie at the moment. I, I don't know. Ghost Protocol or Rogue Nation may rise. They may rise up, Micah. They may rise. <laughs> um. But I don't know. I I really like this movie. I think I probably always will. Um, this is the only J.J. Abrams directed movie that I like actively love. <laughs> well, like, um, I, like I said, I want to watch Super Eight, Force and, Awakens, uh, the Star Trek, movies. and Rise of Skywalker. Because even 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 Super Eight was early enough in his career that it'd be like, yeah, yeah, I like force awakens but i don't love it and i definitely don't love rise of skywalker um which we need to do on the podcast sometime yeah um i think uh, what if we get luke to do that oh no oh no, <laughs> no we get luke and zach at the same time. oh there you go they can, they can both hate on it wait did zach not like rise of skywalker zach hated rise okay of skywalker. good 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 <laughs> if i remember correctly anyway um 
Yeah, that would make sense. I hated The Last Jedi, I know that much. Well, I mean, yikes. (laughs) That's usually a lack of taste, Mike. (laughs) Wow, okay. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, closing thoughts. It's a really solid Mission Impossible movie, probably the best up to this point, I would say. No, yeah, I would say the Um, best to this point. As much as I like Brian De Palma's first one, like, I really love it, um... I don't know. I really like this one too. It's basically, basically, the series is really good, except for two, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, I really love this movie. Uh, watch it. Do yeah. it. Do it. Right. Philip Seymour Hoffman. All right, and we have to do we <laughs> in have closing. To... Philip Seymour. In closing, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, what are we doing? What did uh, you say? Well, okay, since so for context, Ravi doesn't rate <laughs> movies anymore, which is dumb and stupid, and I hate it. <laughs> oh my but, god! Um, what do you think you would rate this? Because we got to get our overall um, for the podcast rating. If I were to rate it, probably a strong four. Strong, four? very, very strong four. And I would give it a strong four, but kind of like. Its legs are a little weak. <laughs> what? Shake that it it's a, not really a strong. Shake it a little. No, no, no. no. See, it's like, like, see, like it's got it's got upper body strength, but like. <laughs> but lower it's just body got strength, it skipped it's got, leg day. It like. skipped leg day a, a little too much. So yeah, uh, but that actually puts us at eight, as I thought it might. I see. Uh, Dang, it's a solid score. I'm not gonna lie, eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. <laughs> um, what is, what is a picture that we could use for this? Because I'm doing small pictures. What does he do? You could have him swinging from a tower to another tower. That's the big. It's got to be a small picture of like one thing. So Uh, we have motorcycle. You could draw the little. You could draw the little rabbit's foot canister. (laughs) We'll just draw an actual rabbit. You just draw an actual rabbit appendage. Wow, that's a very nice rabbit foot. <laughs> we should post that. We should post a picture of the list at the end of this, yes, at the end should. of the series, so people can see. Uh, all, all right. right. Well, well, um. Wow, we said that in unison. All right. Well. <laughs> well, let, let's uh, let's move on to so, to our next segment. Yeah, we're gonna tonight. do one quick segment of what we watched since the last podcast. Indeed. <laughs> Um, which wasn't very much for me. I'm dying here. Lights out. Yeah. Okay. So starting with lights out, I think. Lights out. So yeah, after Enola Holmes on the 27th, we also watched on the 27th lights, lights out. out the horror movie. The 2016 horror flick. Yikes. That uh was pretty 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 bad. Pretty mediocre pretty, to bad. Pretty, pretty bad. <laughs> okay. So so you know how most horror movies for the audience here. You know how most horror movies come out are rated R. We don't watch a lot of rated R movies. We've only watched like five. I've watched like five. Five to date. And, five in total. And um, so like we're always looking for like PG-13 horror movies yes. that are actually yes. good. And to this day, <laughs> to this I've day. only found one. And I would claim that to be not even that much of a horror movie. And that's it's more the, of a thriller. A, yeah. That's A Quiet Place, which isn't really much of a horror movie. Because all of these stupid PG-13 horror <laughs> movies are suck. trash. They suck. They're so bad. Wow. <laughs> like, why? I don't know. Why, why, why are the rated R ones supposedly good? And then these just are trash. Like, even more so than a lot of the other ones. Like, like Insidious, it's bad. But, like... You, you know, it's fun. Yeah, dude, Insidious is so much fun. I love this. Go this listen movie, to our Insidious episode. This movie <laughs> was kind of trash. It, it All around, it, was it wasn't pretty, fun. Bro, the top letterbox review um, by uh, Kyrit? Uh, yeah, Kyrit, probably. Kyrit. Ky- yes, the they rated it two that. stars and said the scariest part about this movie was when the kid had pizza with milk. <laughs> and I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to argue with that. And then another one with, by uh, Lucy is, those lights sure were out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, that that, that, that yeah. sums up the way this movie yeah. was. Oh, gosh, the third act in this was dreadful. Trash, man. All right. Anyway, I gave it two stars. I could probably have given it less. <laughs> yeah. um, what did we watch after that, Micah? Next, well, what would you have rated it? Um, Lights out? I don't know. Probably, probably two. Next, we watched Solid two. Johnny Doop. Johnny, Johnny Doop. 
in this in Stephen King's secret window. <laughs> Stephen King. Hey, this was directed by the guy who wrote Jurassic Park. I guess show a little respect. Yeah, I mean that's pretty cool. <laughs> he also wrote this movie, but unfortunately, not as good of a script as Jurassic Park. Not as Park. good. Not as good. But um, but still not bad. This was this was pretty fun. Uh, yeah. Like I don't know. Like as much I was as expecting I, this to be bad. As bro. much as I haven't like especially loved any Stephen King movie I've watched so far. They've been fun. They have been fun. So like that's something. Exactly. Uh this was I I think the most underwhelming part of this was like the story itself, like the twist and everything was just so underwhelming because like <laughs> you'd have to be stupid to not see it coming. Yeah. And then, like the ending Even bit... I even I saw the big twist and I don't I, you can ask Micah. I don't see twists coming ever. And then the ending bit with the corn, I thought was just kind of like laughable. Corn, I was, I was laughing. Was at, I was laughing at the corn. The corn Rebbe. was fine. It was a good choice. Eating, eating the bowl of corn. Eating the bowl of corn. I but, thought it okay, was cool. Okay, yeah, but like I'm, I'm glad he was eating a bowl of corn. But why was he eating so much corn? He, okay, yeah, he was eating a lot of corn. That like was it was a, just all corn. It was a sus, sus amount of corn that he had. And the braces, and he straightened his hair <laughs> okay the, johnny depp with braces is one of the weirdest images no, no, that i wish johnny i could depp erase with glasses, out of my mind. <laughs> braces and longer straight hair <laughs> is so weird i, I want to erase it from my mind like <laughs> anyway it was a lot of fun it john, was. john Turturro's in this movie heck yeah uh three stars i see it as a win uh i say three and a half hey, i'll say it know. i'll say it dude you said it Next, we watched Heck uh, yeah. the Criterion Classic, Criterion the movie classic. you all wanted, the the proverbial conversation, the podcast the, film of the. <laughs> while Wallace Shawn playing himself, uh, we have my dinner, my dinner with, with Andre. Andre. Uh, like I said, Micah. The podcast movie. The podcast movie of the year. It's just two white guys sitting around talking about stuff. Right. So for context, <laughs> this movie literally is. The, these two guys playing themselves, though they don't like this. Yeah, not it's a real a, story. It's scripted. It's, it's scripted. But, but they, they play themselves. They go to a restaurant, and the entire one hundred and ten <laughs> minute runtime is just one conversation. That's it. They never cut to anything. Like they, it stays in the restaurant the whole time. Well, not the whole time. They to get to the restaurant. Well, yeah, I'm saying like once they oh, get into the they, restaurant. Well, yeah, once they get it, it does not cut from the restaurant, and. It's so good. <laughs> it is really good, guys. The first, okay, if you turn it on, the first 20 minutes or so are pretty dull. It's slow. It's very yeah. slow to get into it. But once you get into the mm. the the meat of the conversation, the <laughs> bro, this is like my kind of conversation. I don't know. I could, is this I could one of watch, your favorites, Micah? I could watch this movie for a long, long time. Is this your favorite Criterion Collection movie? Probably. What I about gave Fantastic it... Mr. Fox? Oh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I gave them both the same rating, so I don't know. All right. Uh, I gave it five stars. <laughs> uh, I would probably give it four, four and a half, somewhere in there. It's very good, um, but I just think it's a bit boring i don't know i was i was interested the whole time like yeah it's slow in the beginning and i was like all right this has to get going but i wasn't like bored this the the first like 20 minutes had me checking my phone like i'm not gonna lie (laughs) wow okay well anyway we go from that movie to literally the opposite to literally the death of cinema (laughs) we go to mu monsters university is that the official title no oh okay (laughs) like why not just monsters university title that's just monsters oh look why you that's so gross why are they all wearing blue on the cover Dang, that is kind of gross. Look, oh, that's so awful. They're not wearing the Uzma Kappa colors. Look, even even uh, why is Artie, Archie? Why I mean, does Archie, Archie have? Well, Archie's wearing an MU thing. Arena, people are gonna think we're referencing Riverdale. Oh no. <laughs> okay, look at the poster for this movie on Letterboxd and be confused. Wow. With us. Um. So yeah. Uh, Monsters University. Monsters University. Uh, divisive, I think maybe. Is it divisive? Yeah, it kind of is, because, like, a lot of people really like it, and then other people just think it's fine. <laughs> I don't know, I'm in the, I think it's fine boat. Yeah, I think it's pretty alright. <laughs> it's, it's not one that I'd watch a lot. It would, okay, here, here's my rating, Micah. It would be a three, but Aubrey Plaza is in it, so Ooh. it's three and a half. <laughs> Dude, the cast is still off, off the charts. It really is. I don't know... <laughs> I don't know. I, like a sequel to an animated kids movie doesn't seem like it should have this cast, right? Like even 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 with like just including the original cast, like Billy Crystal, John Goodman, Steve Buscemi, 
Audrey, I mean, Aubrey, I always say Audrey and it's Aubrey. Bro, Aubrey, Aubrey Plaza, Plaza always win. I kid you not. Like, <laughs> the, like, just look at this cast and... Alfred, Alfred Molina was in yes, this? Yes, he plays Professor Knight. Yeah. <laughs> like Nathan Fillion. Oh my like gosh, what the heck, John bro? Krasinski. How are there Bill so Hader. many? How are there so? How are there so many good good actors in this movie? Like like literally the voice it cast alone cast. could carry this. <laughs> like put this voice cast into a room, and I would I yeah, would want to be in that room. <laughs> I would want to be in that room. How big is the room though? I don't want to be. <laughs> no no, it's a small room. Oh no! <laughs> but it's only the main. We we okay in the room is how Billy Crystal, John room? Goodman, uh, Steve Buscemi, uh, Aubrey Plaza, uh, Alfred Maloney. Maloney? And Maloney. Yes. <laughs> Alfred Baloney. <laughs> I don't know how to say his last name. Uh, Nathan Fillion and John Krasinski and Bill Hader. Wow. Those are who are, that's who is in the room. Well, there you go. Yes. Right, <laughs> yeah. Three stars. It's kind of just mediocre, though. Oh, my gosh. To kick off the month, Micah. First movie of to the month. To kick off October. Can I get an A-O? Can A-O? Ayo. Okay. Uh, we watched Bohemian Rhapsody for the first time. Oh no! <laughs> exactly. Um, wow, bro. I, okay, my I, review for this movie was almost gonna be Micah. I I got this close, but I was worried people were gonna take it the wrong way. What was your review? I said I wish I was gonna be. I was sure I was straight before I watched this movie, and now I'm definitely sure. Oh no. <laughs> oh no <laughs> yeah i feel like it's probably the best that you didn't put that um yeah but the, man who doesn't love queen i know okay but, uh, the music in this movie five out of five right the, this movie not a five i gave five. i gave this movie a two and a half mainly for the music if it didn't have queen's music it would be like a one and a half. Okay, guys. Um, <laughs> like a whole star for the this music is like here, guys. the most mediocre movie of all time, I think. Like, how is it so <laughs> mediocre? Like, like Queen is the most easy, like, easiest band in the world to make an interesting movie about. I don't know about They it. were whack people, Rabbi. Like, a bunch of crazy people that you could easily You're saying make, just to make it interesting. Yeah, like, you okay. could easily make a fun, out-of-the-box movie, and this movie... Is like not just in the box, but in the box that's inside the box that's inside the box. <laughs> yeah, it's not great, guys. If you if you like if you like Queen, you might enjoy it. I don't know. Um, this might be the most like gay movie I've ever seen. <laughs> it probably is. I think <laughs> since. The- <laughs> since Freddie Mercury is gay. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I just thought it was worth noting. <laughs> I, I'm glad I didn't go see this in theaters. <laughs> yeah. Man. It's kind of sad how rough Freddie Mercury looked by the time uh, the Live Aid happened, yeah, though. Yeah, it was kind of it was tragic. I'm not going to lie. R.I.P. Freddie Mercury. It's sad, though. Micah. I, I, I expected the editing Robert to be... Robert De Niro was the producer on this oh, movie. Oh, no. I expected the editing to be like way worse than it was right like that one from scene that one scene that awful. i saw like that, that one scene is that horrifying. one scene is dreadful <laughs> but like outside of that it's just kind of mad yeah editing. i was about to say like it's not good editing <laughs> no it's not great not great but, but i'm just so shocked this one best editing i can't believe it actually yeah, it's so mediocre go listen to some queen songs yeah don't watch this go movie. listen to queen don't watch this movie <laughs> uh but hey i do i will still listen to that soundtrack just because it's got a really cool looking cover and they have the live versions, and I like some of the live versions. <laughs> wow. Uh, what did, what did we okay, watch Okay, okay, back me up, Ruby. Hammer to Fall live version is better it's than Hammer to Fall. The hammer to fall. No, I prefer, I prefer uh, OG, like, self-titled album live version from that album. Not the, not the, um... Live Aid. For some context here, though, uh, Queen is probably my favorite band. Really? Which is probably why I gave this so much. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. You can't think of any other bands, Michael. Wow, it's not like I'm trying to think. Of, like I just, I really like Queen. Wow, and like Hammer name fall. a better band. <laughs> name a better band, Ruby. Now it's time for the Hammer to Fall. <laughs> okay, the Queen is pretty good though. Uh, Vampire Weekend's better. Michael. No, that's that's objectively wrong. <laughs> You're objectively wrong. Wow. 
Um, uh, and for it... some context here, Rebby watched like a billion. Oh yeah, movies no, I watched me. I watched a ton of movies. We were losing our HBO, but we didn't want this Max segment thing. to go on forever. So, so. yeah, just uh, we're look only at his, letter, look at his letterbox together. and you can see all the pretentious movies he watched. Wow, I just watched a bunch of Criterion. Uh, next, we watched from Up on Poppy Hill, the Which last was the last fine. Ghibli movie <laughs> off fine. of HBO that I wanted to see. Yeah, it was fine. <laughs> it was fun. It was cute. Yeah, it was. It was a cute. It was a cute little quaint little movie. <laughs> definitely not the best of Ghibli, no. but definitely not the worst. It was just. It was fine. Hey, it made my top ten. It made. Wait, how did it make my top oh, ten? What is surprised. Porco Russo doing down there? What is Porco Russo doing down there? Why is it in fourteen? My Studio Ghibli ranked is so hard because, like, <laughs> I would say the top three and the bottom three are the only ones that like. Ooh, stay there. You know what we're gonna do sometime? I, I you know, I, I'm, and I'm announcing it right now. Do Micah, Micah doesn't episode. even know about it. We're gonna do a live stream on our YouTube channel. I think going over all of the Ghibli movies, like ranking them. We watched and them talking all. about them. Yeah, once we've watched them all. Uh, but yeah, my little my little description for I never do descriptions on my uh, on my r- lists, but this is these are so hard to rank. Don't even worry about any but the top three and the bottom two. <laughs> for real. <laughs> Yeah, no, from Up on Poppy Hill, it's cute. If you want, a, if you want a cute movie, it, it's, it's a cute. Oh, movie. I guess it made my top ten. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like just it's, it's it's fun. It's not it's not special. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> but hey, it's uh, it's Miyazaki's son. Indeed, and that's cool. Oh, uh, did we watch Tales from Earthsea? Like... Is better though. Uh, I did not watch anything else. All right. Well, Robbie watched Eraserhead. I did. Again. Okay. Shout out to the last movie I watched. Last night, I watched Eraserhead, and it's still so good. I, I love it. It's, I love it so you know, much. It's, it's, it's fine. I, would I say, love it I would so say much. It's, I would, you know, I would say it's about on level with, uh, oh my gosh, I forgot you have the Art of Monsters University book. Of course I do. Uh, but, uh, it's like it's like on par with, uh, with Mission Impossible 3. How dare you? You take that back. I would say it's on par with Mission Impossible 3. With, uh, okay. Quality-wise. I, I no. That is incorrect. Story-wise. It, it is such a better directorial debut. Okay, than... it's better directing. No, and There's no way it even compares to directing. It's J.J. <laughs> Abrams. J.J. Abrams or David Lynch. But still, I I don't know. I'd say they're about on equal level. All right, well. Which I rated, a, them the, right, I rated them the same. So. You have a right to your incorrect opinion. Wow, well, okay. Suppose. Well, anyway, that's going to be an episode. Yeah. we got to get editing this because we recorded it late. Oh, shoot. Yeah, um, we woke up at... Like, I woke up exactly like to the minute an hour late wow <laughs> okay and i'm really hungry so okay. we're gonna do a quote and we're gonna say goodbye <clears throat> i have a quote already ready all right all right do it micah <clears throat> humpty dumpty sat on a wall <laughs> <laughs> what? you gotta say it like as aggressively as humpty tom dumpty. cruise did <laughs> humpty dumpty sat on a wall you, do you just want ethan hunt reading a children's book micah yeah that i do you mean ethan sick. hunt reading a children's book that's pretty book. sick i'm not gonna lie I'll play that for my kids. (laughs) All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Adios. Spook season. Spook season.